Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. we got a lot to talk about here today on the show. It is Tuesday. And that means, of course, last night was Monday Night Raw, and we are on our way to the next WWE pay-per-view, Clash of the Champions. we got a bunch of matches announced for the show thus far, and obviously many more to come. Bailey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus the new team of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. we got Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for the Universal title, so yes, Braun and Seth wrestling two times. Had the Clash of the Champions at this point, and so much more. So we could talk about that show. We could talk about the Raw show from last night. What did you think of last night's Raw? We'll talk about that on the program today. SmackDown also tonight. Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan demanding an apology from Roman Reigns as a result of what happened last week with the fake Rowan, the second Vintner. That's the big hook for the SmackDown show coming up tonight. We've also got more on the AEW show coming up this weekend. We've got a big show coming up on Saturday night. Chris Jericho, Hangman Page for the AEW Championship. Kenny Omega versus Pac. And so much more the announcement today that, yet again, Cracker Barrel is sponsoring a match on the show. I wonder if we'll get a giant barrel in the ring like we did at the last show, which made for some great comedy as they got the barrel in and couldn't figure out how to get the barrel out and Chris Jericho had to assist them in getting rid of the Cracker Barrel. Talk about the New Japan Fighting Unleashed Tour, which is coming up, and everything you want to talk about regarding the Raw Show. 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And you can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. As always, I'm at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Mike Sempervivi is at Sempervivi. And you can email me. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. How easy is all of this? It's easy. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. 
I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution. Forhims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Forhims.com connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, 4 slash wrestling. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very concerned reader or listener here. Send me this message. Brian, please help. I was on Facebook. I saw that Rod's coming to Denver on October 14th. What was advertised in the video was Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title. Please, for the love of God, tell me this is nothing more than a card subject to change. Please, I cannot take another Corbin versus Rollins match. I don't know what you want me to tell you. All I can tell you is that it is very often card subject to change. So, yeah, I suppose this could mean that Baron Corbin is going to win the King of the Ring. Last night on Raw, he sat on the throne. He put the crown on his head. 
And I thought, well, the guy doing this probably means that he's not going to win the King of the Ring. But nothing means nothing. Vince, the one thing that I thought was fascinating about Raw last night is that they put together this new team of Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. And they not only put them together, but they had them run through this tag team gauntlet and win. And basically last night they announced that they are getting the tag team title shot at the Clash of the Champions pay-per-view. Now, the reason I thought that was so interesting is because now it is going to be harder for Vince McMahon to change his mind about Bobby Roode, which he has done three times now. Now he's committed, at least through this pay-per-view. So I was fascinated by that. But, you know, if they hadn't done that, he could wake up today and go, oh, I can't believe I had that Bobby Roode in that tag team. That's a horrible idea. Decided to try and change it again. But, I mean, for now, it's it's locked in the stone as much as anything is locked in the stone in WWE. So I don't know no. what to tell you, my friend. I what don't think, bar. I don't think Corbin's winning King of the Ring, but who knows? Yeah, it is a low oh, bar. What do you want me God. to do? Hey, what can you do? Just got to keep going out there and keep watching every week because that's your job. You know, we were talking about this last night on Observer Radio with Dave, and we got into a kerfluffle again about Boy. this about this. New tag team, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And listen, let me make it abundantly clear to everybody. I am a big fan of Bobby Roode. I think that they should do more with Bobby Roode. I think Bobby Roode has been screwed many times. They start and stop with this guy. Remember that week he had the mustache and he got a big win and then he vanished? Yeah. And, you know, he's he's come and gone multiple times. Like Vince former, gets former hot US and cold champion. on this guy. Okay? Yeah. That's all fine and good. And, and Dolph Ziggler... He's a fine wrestler, and him and Bobby Roode had fine tag team matches last night. Hmm. But they put this team together out of nowhere. We had a seven-team gauntlet, and among the teams, we had the Revival. We had the Viking Express or the Viking Warriors or whatever their team is this week. We had the OC, which a couple of weeks ago they were doing something with. We had the Revival which about a month ago they were doing something with. Yet all of these teams, you had Lucha House Party with Grand Metallic, who they never do anything with. And anyway, they have all of these teams on Raw. Heavy machinery. I love heavy machinery. They have all of these teams on Raw, and they do a gauntlet match, and the team that runs through everybody and wins is Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Now, Dave was a big fan of this. Oh, they wanted to try something new. Oh, the matches were good. Oh, they got over whatever, okay? But to me, as a fan, why should I care about any of these actual teams? The Viking Warriors, or whatever their name is, they're on TV every week destroying these jobber teams. They're a great tag team. They've been pushed as unstoppable. Why aren't they getting a tag team championship match? Heavy Machinery is out there. Otis is one of the only guys that anybody cared about on the show last night. Why aren't they getting a tag team championship match? The Revival is maybe the best team they've got on the entire roster. Why aren't they getting a tag team championship match? The OC were the champions until like a week ago. They got got the belts for like three weeks. Now they're not getting a championship match. They're just guys on the roster that go to double DQs in one minute. Why aren't they getting a championship match? So as a fan... Putting together Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler and having them beat all these teams, as a fan, makes me think, why should I care about any of these teams? 
You understand what I'm saying? That's what I thought when I saw this last night. It's not that I have anything against Bobby Roode or Dolph Ziggler or anything like that. But man, oh man, why should I invest anything in any of these new teams, any of these new characters, when all they do are going to put two guys together that have never teamed before and they just go through all of these teams? I think it's stupid. It, it's, it's a lot of very WWE things coming together. And if this was on its own to, to accomplish something like, what was it, Jeff Jarrett and Test years ago at a WrestleMania where it's like they needed to have a match for the tag title, so they did some sort of slapdash thing to get somebody in, okay. And, but we've seen this for a long time with WWE. They'll just randomly put two people together. They'll randomly split them up. They'll randomly put them together. So not only do you have that with Dolph and Bobby, which, again, on the surface, like Dave is saying, there are far worse combinations to have together, and if they do decide to do something with them, that's great. But then they're in a match that makes no sense for all of the reasons that you just mentioned. And then since they don't want to hurt anybody because they have a match that doesn't make any sense, then you have all those like craptastic type of finishes where you know the B team's getting beat, but you knew something stupid was going to happen when you saw the, the OC and the Viking Raiders in the ring with each other. And that's exactly what happened. So you had a lot of things just kind of colliding there at one time that just kind of just make you shrug because with how the Viking Raiders have been presented, they didn't need to be in the match. I mean, the B team didn't need to be in the match. He could have just had a a four-way and gotten this thing out of the way with, with Rude and, and Ziggler, you know, coming out on top, whether it be in a decisive way or whether it be in a, in a ridiculous way where, you know, the banana pill victory where they can go back and cut the promo afterwards. I just think it was a lot of things that they they really overdo just colliding together. As far as this, I totally agree with you, Brian. How much better would it have been if the Authors of Pain redebuted last night and plowed through the final teams like Dolph and Bobby, and we have another Dolph-Seth pay-per-view match, the feud of 2018 just won't die. Well, I believe, I don't have this confirmed, but my understanding is that the Authors of Pain were an option for last night, and they decided not to use them. But Good. there's another team for you, the Authors of Pain. Why are the Authors of Pain not the tag team champions? Why are the Viking Express not the tag team champions? All of these teams. Like, what is the point of tag teams? If you call up tag teams, and they're actually great tag teams, and they never get the tag team titles. Like, I understand these belts aren't important, but for crying out loud, you had the Street Profits backstage. (laughs) Their job is to preview the seven-team gauntlet match which includes the B team, which the announcers note we haven't seen them forever. The Street Profits don't even mention, hey, why aren't we in this gauntlet? Why aren't we fighting for the tape? They're just out there running down the show. It's bizarre. I mean, them as the balladeers is just bizarre. You know, and I think they did kind of, they did hint at it. I think they did make some sort of face or something like that before they announced the last team, but... You know, take them out of the mix for a minute. It's just that, again, the the match makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. The only thing I'd say about the Authors of Pain is at this point, you might as well hold them off until SmackDown debuts on Raw or until you decide to do whatever your plan is for for Raw once the the fall season begins. At this point, there's no, to me, there's no point in dragging them out there. And I I will say this, if you're going to have them on Raw and they're going to be there, much like you did back in the olden days, 
keep them as far apart from the other big massive team as possible because I think you can get some mileage out of AOP and the Viking Raiders, even if it's just a mean guy match. Will they? Probably not, but I think you could. Hey, I got another one here I didn't even think about yesterday, but Ash here brought it my, to my attention. The Revival are already getting a tag team title match against the SmackDown tag team champions at the pay-per-view. And they were just randomly in a match last night to maybe get a shot at the Raw tag team titles. Now, granted, it has been established at Clash of the Champions that you can defend two belts. But I was unaware that it was established that you could challenge for two different belts. You know what the thing is? And we can talk about this after the break, because I'm sure we'll talk about tonight with SmackDown. The universe is being together sometimes, but being completely separate, like in the case of Roman Reigns and all that stuff, is just insane. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable 
adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I had somebody send me a video of the Super J Cup finale. It's a clip of the Phantasmo Dragon Lee match. And I think it's as everybody is well aware, Phantasmo busted his head open. And I think it's from the clip that I got sent. Basically, he's on the top rope, and Dragon Lee is on a table outside, and Phantasmo goes for the big double foot stomp, and he successfully does the double foot stomp, putting him through the table, but as he lands, it appears that he bashes his head on a chair. And I know for sure that the injury came because he bashed his head on a chair on a dive. That's where it happened. So I'm like 99.9% sure this is where it happens. So when you watch the match coming up in September, it's the double foot stomp off the post to the floor through the table. He hits it perfectly, but there's a chair. And the chair's like, it's just a folding chair that's sitting up normal like you'd be sitting in it. And he bashes his head on the back of it. And he's got a gash probably, I don't know, hard to say, probably a good three inches right by his hairline going straight down. Just brutal, bleeding everywhere. So I heard that match was fantastic. Heard the match with Will Osprey was fantastic. So big night for Phantasmo. This person here says, got a lot of comments about this this tag team thing right here. I would rather have AOP go back to NXT, this person says. They haven't been used well on the main roster. NXT would benefit more from having them. Hey, listen, there's going to be a lot of guys going to NXT. And they ain't going to be all AOP-style guys. There's going to be main event guys going there because that show Vince is determined for them to beat AEW and we'll see if they do it. But that's obviously his goal. First, it reminds me of when Pillman and Austin were just thrown together as the Hollywood blondes. It could lead to something great eventually. <laughs> it's one of those texts that I just want to save. I'm not saying anything negative about the texter. I mean, you could be right, but I mean, this ain't even WCW in the 90s. This is like modern-day WWE with Vince McMahon. I mean, the idea that anything is just going to like, ah, we'll get something great eventually. He's not going to give up on this team anytime soon. Well, Brian, He's let, given let, up on both of these guys 50 times. Let's put it on the, and I know where it's going to fall. It's going to fall way under. But let's put it on the mix-match WWE universe tag team scale of, of players put together. Sheamus and Cesaro, will they be better off than Sheamus and Cesaro? No. Okay. Who else could we, we, we have out there? Because I, to me, Sheamus and Cesaro are the high bar of guys that they just went, ah, let's put them together. Yeah, but there's and, a big difference. There's a big difference. They really like Sheamus? They loved Sheamus. Sheamus was supposed to be their guy, and they were big fans of his. And so King Cesaro, of the Ring killed him, ironically. Cesaro ended up getting put with a guy that they liked and wanted to protect to a degree. 
of the two, Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, which is the guy they like and want to protect to a degree? They've tried and given up on both of these guys. And again, it's nothing. I don't want to see idiots on the internet telling me that I hate Bobby Roode, I hate this team, blah, blah, blah. I'm merely pointing out you have all of these great teams. For once, we actually have a great tag team division. Mm. And you're going with two random guys put together over all of those other great tag teams. That's all I'm saying. Look, Brian, I have a big problem. I grew up... (laughs) Just like you did in the 80s, I grew up obsessive with tag team. I love tag team wrestling. Love it, love it, love it. Pro wrestling does not love tag team wrestling as much as I do. WCW proved that in the 2000s. I mean, for just in general, as a, as a whole, America doesn't do tag teams very well. North America doesn't do tag teams very well for whatever reason. AEW wants to do that. They're trying to do that. The, the The organization is being led by a tag team, a brother combination. So they have eyes on this. This could be something that could be a, a brand new annoyance for you for a long time to come if they consider AEW and their tag team division something that they want to you know, throw stones at and, and sticks at. But the problem is... Vince McMahon especially, because he's never liked tag teams. He's always liked to create single stars out of it as fast as he possibly can at the complete waste of the other person. He is the wrong person to be leading this charge. It, it, you know, And again, wrestling's never done it well. That, that's always pissed me off in the modern era, and it just drives me nuts. Let's do a couple of positives from last night's show. There were some good matches on the show. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre in a King of the Ring qualifier was a very good match. I was actually very excited for the King of the Ring after that match, but then they did Miz and Corbin, which was not a very good match. But also on the show that I really liked was not the gauntlet, but the women's match with Natty versus Sasha. Now, granted, I could have sworn that last week Natty announced that she needed shoulder surgery, and all of a sudden here she is just randomly wrestling Sasha. Like, now everything's fine. She did have her arm taped up, but... I mean, if she needed surgery, she shouldn't be in the ring. But I thought they did a pretty good match right there. They're trying hard with Sasha. She's out there trying to be a heel, but it's not really working. I mean, they have... What they have done is they have created an environment where they have taught the fans that if you deserve something, you should get it. And so, unfortunately... Sasha Banks is out there, and she's trying to do a heel promo, but what she's saying is that she deserves to be in a better spot. And you've got so many fans that believe that she deserves to be in a better spot that this is not working. They have dug themselves into this hole with this whole you-deserve-it thing. So they're trying very hard with her, but she's not a top heel right now. They've tried the anvil, talking about the dead person deal, didn't work. Had her attacking Natty when she's injured, didn't work. Like, she's over to a degree as a heel, but unfortunately, the way they book their program and the storylines they do, like, she's kind of a babyface here. So that's a problem. Now, one more positive. Tonight, we'll see what happens because I guess the story is that Vince is not at SmackDown again, and he's basically kind of going over the show via telephone today. So I can only imagine. But anyway, at this exact moment, 12.32 p.m. Pacific, 3.32 Eastern, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin are getting 12 minutes for their King of the Ring match. 
And if those guys are allowed to go out there and go for 12 minutes and do what they can do, that match could be awesome. Now, by the time the show starts, they may get three minutes. I don't know. But as of right now, if nothing changes, they're getting 12 minutes for that match. And that could be great. Now, did you see the video that uh, Chad Gable possibly, I I think it was Chad Gable, produced himself about the King of the Ring tournament and about his drive to, to make it and to win this thing? Have you seen this? I have not seen this. The amazing part is WWE is retweeting yesterday their PR service this this kayfabe BS story about Sasha Banks and why she's she's turned heel and why she's doing this to Natalia and, and her being back. And it's like you don't retweet this really awesome, what seems to be self-produced promo, video promo by Chad Gable showing off his athleticism, showing off how he's not going to be deterred by these people, even Shelton Benjamin calling him out as being too short, all this nonsense. He's going to do what he has done his whole entire life which is overcome and prove these idiots wrong. So well done. So good. And couldn't get a retweet for a match that's coming up on SmackDown this week that now is supposedly getting 12 minutes. I hope it does. I hope it's fantastic. I hope Chad Gable wins and they're going to do something, but who knows? Maybe Shelton Benjamin will just stand there for three minutes and, and make faces and you know he'll be standing on a pedestal, and Chad will be trying to jump up and reach him, and that'll they'll they'll find that so hilariously funny. Let's let's hope it's the former, and not the latter. Well, I was watching this thing while you explained it, and guess what? He's going to get a retweet right now, as well as an awesome. I tell you what, man, and I know it's not going to happen, but there is. There's money in Chad Gable to a certain degree. There is a place on my show for Chad Gable when I got seven hours of first-run programming coming up this fall. You know, he's good, and he's he's got a good look. He's got a pretty good rap. I mean, he's not, a, he's not Dusty Rhodes out there on the mic or anything, but, like, if you just give this guy, as well as a lot of other people, just a little bit of TLC and give them some credibility going forward, Man, it's going to it's gonna go miles. Now, another one about tonight, about credibility going forward, because there are two guys who are hovering on the edge right now, Ali and Buddy Murphy. I wonder what's going to happen tonight in their match. It could also initially. be great. Well, it could be, and I think it will be. I wonder about the ending, because I think Buddy Murphy is probably going to get laid out here at the end by Daniel Bryan or something like that, which is going to allow Ali to get the victory, and he won't be happy about it. But I could see something like that happening. And now, again, I don't know if that's going to help Buddy. I don't know if that's going to help Ali. But the only thing we can hope for there is that it's a really good match. Now, also, too, my my final of Andrade defeating Ricochet is still looking pretty good. So at least I have that going for me. Because I think at the end of this thing, if anybody's going to win it, Ray Andrade going off to, to still continue to, to, to want to be the the, the Ray of Rays over Ray Mysterio Jr. down the line, I think, is something that would make a lot of sense. And, I mean, with who you got left in this tournament, who else do, who else wins it? Because, to me, if it's not Andrade, it's going to be Ricochet. Caller, you're on the air. What's up? Hi, uh, Brian. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, with the women's division looking as bad as it has since WrestleMania, unless they do, like, this crazy angle, with Sasha and Bailey teaming up as a heel Boston Hog connection going against Becky and Charlotte. Like, what's going to happen if Sasha wins? Like, she's just going to lose to Lacey Evans or whoever, and the women's division is going to go down the drain again. I mean, they've, they've completely killed her push in two weeks. So, like, they really have shown that they cannot handle women at all. 
All right, back in a moment to talk about that and more Wrestling Observer Live. Your clients want beautiful floors that stay beautiful. You want clients that stay happy after the job is done. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm flooring, exclusively from the Home Depot, is a laminate you can stand behind because it stands up to demanding homeowners. They get the beauty they want. You get to give them a quote that will floor them. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm laminate, just $158 a square foot, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, see store for details. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Last caller was talking about a heel boss and hug connection. And all I could think was, last night on this show, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago when Sasha first returned, actually. The last we'd seen of her, as she noted on that very show, the last we saw of her was they lost the titles at WrestleMania and she was crying on the floor 
backstage at WrestleMania, which she admitted happened, by the way. I should also note that she admitted on the show that the titles meant nothing when she went to WrestleMania. Keep in mind, they were the first champions, and so if those belts meant nothing, that's on Sasha. So that was a stupid line for her to deliver. Anyway, where was Bailey? That's her tag team partner. Her tag team partner, Sasha, disappeared, and then she came back and started beating up all of these different women. Where's Bailey? Well, Bailey was on the show last night. Bailey had nothing to say about this new Sasha. Bailey had nothing to say about Sasha talking about Natty's dead father. Bailey had nothing to say about any of this. It's like they were never a team before. It's like they were not the first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. But they were. But you, my friend, the listener, are supposed to be so dumb that I guess you forget that. And you don't think... Why didn't Bailey say anything? Why didn't she do anything the last couple of weeks? Nothing. Yeah, you're right, but I, I think it's about the subtle hints that are forgotten about that aren't getting dropped. You can have her not say anything and be noncommittal and have her kind of in a different realm as Sasha is doing this stuff as long as they're on a path to meet each other. And I think the way that you can get away with doing this is you have the announcers kind of drop in man you know the 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 tag team she had with with bailey and bailey's doing pretty good right now or just something where you're dropping in little things they did none of that and they did none of that and they don't do subtlety well they don't do they've gotten away from a lot of the old pro wrestling things that you do including what you do doing the announcing that that are supposed to lay the groundwork for future things down the line and and allow for credibility in stories and allow for flexibility in stories you know because somebody said something or or somebody did something so you know it's 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 too bad you know, we'll have to see what what happens going forward here you know with with everything but you know with with Bailey that's another thing. You know, the, the universes, because they didn't do that, the universes are bizarre sometimes. And they replay the whole thing with Roman Reigns last night with the two Vintner reveal. And it's like, if the Street Profits are supposed to be the voices of what's going on and the Balladeers and the Shadow, why aren't they bringing up, man, what did Roman, did you hear what Roman did afterwards? So now all we know is that, that that Brian and Rowan demand an apology, which means in my head, since I have to come up with something as a fan, that Roman just went, oh, man, and looked at both guys and just shrugged and walked away, and Daniel Bryan was pissed off about that. Like, I mean, I, like th- this is how you're building you know, the show. That, that was the cliffhanger to, to bring you back. I just, I don't know. I, it's bizarre to me. It really is. But some things can go back and forth between shows, but this and, like, Kevin Owens and, and Shane McMahon, absolutely not. They are only on the, the world of SmackDown, and we will not hear of it on Raw. It's just bizarre to me. All right, so this person here says, when a guy busts his head open on a move like that, the move is not successful. In August 1974, Moondog Maine challenged Jack Briscoe at the Cow Palace for the NWA title. Maine climbed to the top rope, slipped and fell backwards 15 to 20 feet onto the concrete floor. The fans were literally in fear for his life. So was Briscoe. He finished... But barely. Fast forward to the New Japan show we all were at, where Takashi was nearly killed at the same venue. Reward to risk payoff in wrestling today, not a good ratio for young wrestlers' health in the future. Well, a couple of things. Number one, there is a huge difference between Shibata's career ending because he deliberately threw a skull-to-skull 
cracking headbutt and ended up nearly dying. And accidents happening in wrestling. What happened to Moondog Main was an accident. What happened to Takahashi was an accident. They were trying to move and they slipped because it was hot and they were sweating. What happened to Phantasmo was an accident. The move itself went fine, but there was a chair there. And when he fell forward, he hit his head on the chair. Accidents happen in wrestling. Now, when the career of Naito ends much earlier than it should because he's deliberately taking bumps on his neck all the time, when the career of Ibushi may end early because he's deliberately taking bumps on his head all the time, when a guy like Misawa dies because of taking bumps on his head all the time and finally his spine just can't take it anymore, that's something that is of great concern. There are a lot of wrestlers that are doing things that they don't need to do that are deliberately shortening their careers. But I'm not going to lump that in with things that happen on accident. Accidents happen in wrestling. And the Takashi was an accident. The Moondog Main was an accident. And the Phantasma was an accident. And those are going to happen no matter how safe you are. I screwed my knee up once taking a snake eyes. You guys know what a snake eyes is? For crying out loud, you can't take an easier bump. But for whatever reason, I guess I misjudged how high the top turnbuckle was. And I thought I planted my foot, but the ground wasn't there. And my knee hyperextended. It's like the easiest bump in the world, but I got hurt. Because accidents happen in wrestling. Well, stings, spinal stenosis, uh, you know, Rick Rude's back uh, in New Japan. I mean, it, it, on and down the line. Now, you can say that an unneeded risk led to that injury, and you can then debate the move sets or whatever, and that's a whole can of worms for a different day. But, yeah, I mean, it's just the way it is. Accidents happen. It's a, it's a physical sport. It's like... It's like Cirque du Soleil or any of that other stuff as well, too. I mean, just you have these guys doing this stuff. And that's why, too, it's so amazing with and it came out a little bit with Shingo. Uh, the reminder of how skilled and talented a lot of those Dragon Gate guys are. And for the speed that they go at the rate that they do for as often as they work, it is amazing that the timing that those guys have and Shingo is a great example of it, of, of, you know, and again, why you drill away as much as you can and why, you know, you forget sometimes, or I think fans forget because of the era that we're in and just, they just don't, they just don't think about it. Your whole life is in somebody else's hands. I mean, you know, Yujiro and, 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 and Dragon Lee, you know, a great reminder of that, of just, you know, if something just goes off just a little bit, what can happen? And, you know, it's it's sad, but it's a it's certainly a reminder. All right, so this person here notes the Viking War Machine Raiders on Raw were dead on day one and became a laughing stock due to their stupid names, Ivar and Eric. As much as we talk about the horrible track record of NXT call-ups not getting success, it has been the worst with the tag teams. Ascension, Revival, Enzo and Cass, Authors of Pain, Sanity, and the Street Profits have yet to wrestle. Exactly. They called up all of these teams. We're supposed to care about them, and no. they don't do a thing with them. And Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler are put together, and all of a sudden they're the number one contenders for the titles. But That's Brian, my point. You're right. You're exactly right. But you know, unfortunately, how does that change from the singles guys that they brought up and done the exact same things too? And I know you, oh, Kevin, oh, still. you know, Some of them a, have made greater, it. 
I guess. Ricochet may be king of the ring in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but look, the Street Profits may be the biggest thing on Raw if Paul Heyman has anything to do with it. I mean, you know, so, I mean, there's still the jury's still out a little bit. I mean, Enzo and Cass were pushed to the moon, whether you liked them or not, is a completely different story. So, yeah, I don't think it's been, you know, all bad. I think it's just a matter of you bring guys up and you don't have plans for them, which blows right back in the face of all the nonsense about they'll, they're never going to do that again. They'll never make the same mistakes they did with OBW or, or with this, that, and the third. You know, we're going to have plans for these guys when they come up. And it's, you know, Ricochet and Aleister. Look at Aleister Black's position right now. Aleister Black should probably already be an established near-the-top-of-the-card guy. And he's not. And we'll have to see what happens when fall comes about. He's not been damaged. He's not been injured or anything like that. But Jesus Christmas, how long has this dude been up on the lineup for? Buddy Murphy was on the the, the roster on SmackDown since, what, WrestleMania. And they just got around to doing something with him. So, you know, again, it, it, it is what it is. All right. So apparently on Ride Along last night, they had the Viking Raiders or whatever. And whole show, they just called themselves Hanson and Rowe. Classic. <laughs> Spurs says, Good. if Ricochet wins the King of the Ring and becomes King Ricochet, do you think New Japan will have an issue with that, considering that was his name while there? Well, if they didn't trademark it, too bad. No. That's how yeah. things work in wrestling. Oh, by God, too. <laughs> Jesus. Ricochet. He wants to be a superhero. Like, I get it. I, look, you need to market to kids. You need to market to kids who play video games, kids who have interest. Look, there's Ricochet can check off a lot of boxes for people, but when you force that on people, it's not going to work, especially with kids. They're they're too savvy, and, and you can sell a kid on something. You can make them want something, but you know to make them believe, they got to pick that up on their own, and they're gonna they're gonna overdo it with this whole human superhero uh, thing with Ricochet. All right, we got the AEW All Out show this coming Saturday. Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, AEW title. Jericho did a tremendous promo on being the elite this week. We have still heard nothing. Actually, you know what? There was a segment with Hangman Page on being the elite last night. Did you guys see this? So what happened was Hangman Page goes up to the Bucks and, like, he's all nervous. And he's talking about how this is the biggest match of his career and he's kind of hemming and hawing and asking them if they want to be in his corner for the match. And they're like, man, we got a, we got a tag title match that night, AAA tag team titles. I mean, I, and he's like, oh, okay, you know, don't worry about it or whatever. And I'm like, what is this? Is he scared? No, punchline? no, like what's going on here? I don't get it. Look, there are, he's the biggest thing because like, but the, how they've portrayed the women's division, some of the matches that they've had, and I don't want to be, look, super critical or anything but jesus christmas one of the biggest things you were pushing was adam page hangman adam page the big the young star the guy of your future we talked about it yesterday some of the slip-ups they made i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear again i don't care about bte i care about aew so give me something to some teeth behind this dude who's facing jericho this weekend come on kenny omega pock got the lucha brothers versus the young bucks in a ladder match triple a tag team titles I guess, presumably, Phoenix is still on. Cody Rhodes, Sean Spears, Hikaru Shida versus Riho, Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc in a Cracker Barrel match. Oh, my God. Jim Cornette's never going to eat there again. Cracker Barrel Clash, I guess, is the official name of that particular match. Try to say match. that fast if you got a southern accent. We got the Best Friends versus the Dark Order. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus Daniels, Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky. We got the Women's Casino Battle Royale. 
Not a battle like royal. It's a battle royale. Royale. And the private party versus Angelico and Jack Evans match. Uh, both of the prior on God, the awesome. pre-show. So check so that out. The pre-show is really good. Like, I'm not sure of all the names that are in there. You're going to see some really talented women, I think, and some surprises in that in that uh, battle royale. And private party, I mean, it's going to be moves to death, but that match is going to be fun as hell. That's the type of match. To me, that's how you open a show. That's the one thing WCW, when they did that right, and they had their 31 flavors, and they were giving everybody everything. To start a show hot like that, you either give them something serious or give me lots of moves, and I'll take the moves for this. Speaking of ride-along, Sarah Logan was driving with Hanson and Rowe in the car. Since the ride squad is no more, they should just make her their manager. She is Rowe's wife, after all, and lives the Viking lifestyle. The Viking lifestyle, and they were in a car? <laughs> That's like... <laughs> You're telling me that there were no forks or knives at uh, medieval times, but there was Pepsi. Bert says you'd think they'd push real tag teams if they really wanted to counter-program AEW. Well, they'll counter-program when they actually see AEW. Mark my words. Back in a moment. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. 
These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, if you're in the Seattle area, first book signing, 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die, coming up Saturday, October 12th at the Barnes & Noble in Northgate, which is just outside Seattle, just outside Bellevue, just outside Bothell, just outside Linwood, just outside everything. So head over there to the Northgate Barnes & Noble Saturday, October 12th. I'll give more details, times, etc., as we get closer, but mark it down on your calendar also. Finished a Talk is Jericho interview yesterday about the book, AW, WWE, and more. That's going to be up, I'm sure, in a few days. Tonight on SmackDown, WWE hyping Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan are, quote, demanding an apology from Roman Reigns. So when the show went off the air last week, just a bunch of dudes staring at each other for 30 seconds. <laughs> we'll find out what the follow-up is to that. Because there was no follow-up on Raw. far as I know, they're still in that room, in that arena, which isn't even the same arena, just looking at each other and breathing. So (laughs) we'll find out tonight what's going on. Roman did tweet, by the way. Y'all call that an answer? The whole situation is getting out of control. I don't know what to think, but I know what I need to do. Now, is that guy the forklift driver, too? Yes, he's, uh, he's responsible for all of this. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he is the man. forklift driver. We don't know who drove the car. Buddy Murphy said it looked like Rowan that was doing the forklift thing. That was the impression that I got. So we could eat. We or could maybe have a it was the Rowan. car. Ah, who cares? Story that's goofy. <laughs> anyway, we'll find out more tonight, everybody. We'll talk about it tomorrow here on the show. Oh, my God, it is. It's going to be in Survivor Series. It's going to be Daniel Bryan and three Rowans like the Doinks. All right. Ready, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs> 